Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, Kevin? Uh, yes, this is Kevin Davis from NewReleaseToday.com. How are you? Good, man. How are you? This is Dustin. Good, Dustin. Well, great to meet you. Um, I've got had the privilege in my 13 years of writing these weekly behind-the-song devotionals to interview the band several times, but not you yet. So looking forward to All getting right. to know, know you relative to this great yeah. new song, My God is Still the Same. And then is Mark awesome, also man. joining us? I think he he is actually. Is he calling in? Uh, yeah, I believe um, both of you were given the same information, so we can just wait a yep. second and start together. Uh, and while he's calling in, because he's actually met me before, I'll just briefly introduce myself and what I do for the website. So I am the lead reviewer, but I also write a weekly devotional uh, article called "Behind the Song with Kevin Davis," uh, where okay. since um, two thousand two thousand eight is when I started. Uh, I interview artists in Christian music and get their personal songwriting story and or personal connection to the lyrics um, of the mm-hmm. song that we're talking about, and then dig a little bit into biblically um, where that inspiration comes from, and either if the artist already knows it, and if they don't know it, I do my own Bible study or I give some of my own thoughts on what it sounds like it comes from biblically. And then we together okay. talk about kind of uh, a takeaway message and or how to have life application, you know, of the song. And then I write out, yeah. you know, sort of my own yeah. closing comments in the form of, you know, like a version style Bible study, basically, um, with, cool. with links to a links to a lyric video, links to the lyrics, and, you know, just help um, artists uh, partner up with them uh, to help them have even more information, perhaps, than they could find just with a simple Google lookup. And uh, what's been yeah. such a blessing for me is I do it because that's my testimony. I was led to a saving faith in the Lord from the first Jars of Clay record. Um, uh, I was a DJ and had like 10,000 albums, but I didn't know Christ personally. And I started hearing that they were singing about Jesus. It made me seek out um, his word and him personally. And in 1999, I was saved. And I realized at that point I wanted to pay it forward and help other people understand where do these hopeful messages come from when you don't have hope? Yeah. Um, where where does our help come from? Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's been a real blessing to get to feature you guys over the years. I've probably done maybe seven uh, songs from your catalog or so, if I were to okay. estimate. And I believe I met Mark in person uh, before a show um, to do one of these as well. So, Mark, are you here with us? <laughs> I am. How's it going? There you are. <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. So I was just introducing Dustin to myself and this Behind the Song ministry, and uh, excited to hear from both of you today. Um, just If you don't mind just saying your, your name before you talk, I'm going to later transcribe it yeah. as a written devotional. 
Um, but yeah, whichever one of you would like to start and tell me, you know, the songwriting yeah, story and or per- personal application of the lyrics of My God is Still the Same. All right. My God is still the same, man. That's a, that's a good question. It's a good one to do it on because this is Dustin. Uh, man, when we wrote the song, it was right in the middle of the pandemic. And it was the first time that we had been back together since the start. So I think it was right around July, I think, somewhere in there. And obviously everything shut down in March. So it had been a few months and a lot of shaky season and a lot of, you know, craziness in the world. And we were finally together and we got together uh, with a friend of ours and he asked us a very point blank question. He said, this is a crazy season. He said, if you guys could say anything, anything to the, to the church or just people around you, what would it be? And, and we took, you know, it kind of took me off guard for a second because my mind was in songwriting mode and all of a sudden it switched to, well, that's deep. You know, what would I say to, to a, a kind of a, really shaking world right now and um so we pondered that for a few minutes and i i was really kind of trying to think through and i i had an idea so just a little backstory is um man when i was in high school and going into college i wanted to be a history teacher i love history uh still read as mark will tell you probably more than i should and um kind of i just find it very (laughs) fascinating how it relates to today's world all the time like there's so much to be learned in history um and and one of the things that history teaches us that there's very very few things that are unprecedented and we use that word so much in this season uh but the reality is the only thing that's unprecedented was the amount of screens and information that we have um but there has been pandemics there's been all sorts of things in our world that people have dealt with and and it got me thinking in the sense of man if you know, people are so afraid right now, and there's so much fear about the unknown because we've never dealt with anything like this in our lifetime. But the reality is that some of the same people who are professing a ton of fear were the same people that when everything is going good, they were protect, professing a, a lot of faith. And I just had this kind of what changed moment. You know, I was, I was almost like, wow, we are, are we really that fickle? Am I that fickle to, to not understand that God promised that there'd be troubles and that he would walk with us through those troubles. And that was kind of the start of my God is still the same. That was kind of where the thought process came from. And it was kind of evolved from there into really, I mean, you really don't hear a song very often where the chorus is, is a rhetorical question. Um, and it honestly was probably written with just the slightest bit. I, I like to think of righteous anger, just kind of this, when did he break his when did he break his promise and when is his kindness changed and i i think our 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 feelings on the song was you you know it's really easy for us to have faith in in the uh in the good times and it's really easy for us to quote stories of what jesus has done in the scriptures and uh and it's a lot harder to do it when we're when the world around us is shaking and yet and yet our belief is that God is with us through all of it. And so this song is definitely a not so subtle reminder that, <laughs> that God is still the same and that the same God who, who did all of the amazing things in scripture is the same God who honestly was walking with his people as they were being killed while professing his message. The same God who's walked all the way through history, through many wars and many things. And he's always walked through 
dark times with humans and just we just wanted to remind people that our hope is not in it's not in the, the the systems of this world it's the kingdom of heaven and honestly we don't even need to fear death because our hope is greater than that even i love it and i do think that's why the song's resonating and you know um i hear everything literally everything that comes out in christian music and it's funny because I make a playlist of songs I'd like to feature, um, and I only get to do one a week, so it's like there's just so many songs to comb through. Mm. And um, I'll just tell you guys a little bit of my connection with the song, and then now my family's connection, because I think it helps us continue the biblical conversation, but also the takeaway message conversation. Because mm-hmm. um, I think this is what you guys like to hear, is like, when you've sent it out into the world, how are people responding to it, right? So For sure. Yeah, so, so we think... Um, uncertainty maybe is ending, and then of course it seems like uncertainty is like back upon us. It seems maybe because school is starting. I don't really know. Um, and and as Christians, as you said, we have a chance to lead here. That's the part of the righteous anger and the rhetorical question. We actually do have a chance to be leaders um, and mm-hmm. show show that circumstances don't define our happiness, don't define our joy, um, because. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And um, so my personal connection is I just got a Mac for the first time in my life. I've had iPhones, and I've got a 40,000-song iTunes playlist, you know, you know, library. Yeah. But I got, a, I got, a, I got Apple Music uh, for the first time, and I always, you know, rank it with stars and then put little hearts like I love this song. And then all of a sudden, this song showed up in, like, five different playlists for me just so you guys know like like <laughs> apple just kept telling me th- they just kept telling me this song seems to be one of your favorites so it's in like my walking playlist it's in my workout playlist it's in my worship playlist you know and i'm like huh i guess I'm, i guess i'm supposed to talk to sanctus real about this song um and 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 then of course i play the playlist in the car and my my wife hears it and she just starts singing it by the second time you do the chorus and she doesn't often do that, just so you guys know. And I realized, okay, there's something <laughs> resonating. There's something resonating here with with me. You know, God saying to me, you know, His word doesn't return void. You know, first off, um, He is Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And there are so many biblical truths embedded in the song, and we can kind of dig into any one of those. But I kind of wanted yeah. you guys to know. It, you know, sending something out in the world and then are people hearing it and is it, is it, is it encouraging them? Um, you know, yeah. amen to that. For my family, yes, it is. It's, it, it, it hit all of us. And now, you know, now I said last week, I said I'd like to talk to them about the song and now here we are talking. So, so that's, yeah. my, that's, my journey. that's my journey with the song. But, um, yeah, Mark, did you have anything you wanted to add maybe about, you know, the biblical inspiration and or how you connect to the, these lyrics personally? Sure. Um, you know, for me, like, when we, we fi- finally got to go out and start playing the song live, uh, and I was listening to Dustin share, you know, about the, the writing process of the song or whatnot and kind of where it came from, uh, for, you know, and his heart on it, it, it reminded me of something that I heard a long time ago that a pastor friend of mine had shared in a Bible study I went to, like, literally like 20 years ago and uh what he had talked about was the the divine nature of christ 
and he, the, the statement that I remember him making that always stuck with me was, the buffeting of the devil ought to bring out the divine nature of Christ in, a, in all, all of us. You know, and, and the example that he used is he went back to uh, the image of Jesus on the cross. He's been beaten by these men, and, you know, then obviously they, you know, nail him to a cross and put the cross up, and he's hanging there, literally dying, you know. And, you know, his response in that moment isn't one of anger or defeat or, you know, apathy or extreme sorrow. Like, his response is, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. You know, he has this totally divine reaction to the situation that is not natural or normal for mankind. (laughs) You know, if any one of us is in a situation like that, that's not how we're going to react naturally. You know, it's, it, it takes something much deeper. And I think what this song uh, really inspires me to do, what it reminded me, I guess, to do is to, to react to these situations differently. You know, as Dustin was saying, these, these times that we've, all have found ourselves in it really is for the believer for those who would claim to know jesus this is our opportunity this is our moment to show the divine nature of christ and to be different and react differently than the rest of the world is reacting there's so much upheaval there's so many you know verbal you know fights on the internet between one another you know facebook has become a war zone for a lot of people (laughs) <laughs> as they take their stand, whichever side of the line they want to be on, how they deal with all this stuff, you know, it's caused so much upheaval. And it's like, you know, that's, that's not what I think the Lord would call us to do and, and how we are as believers to respond to all of this. And, you know, it's just such a powerful reminder to just be different, to be the light of the world, the salt of the earth, and just react, you know, the way that Jesus would, which is not not in the natural way that mankind typically does. So, yeah, that's that's my hope for the song, is that it will really help people see that more clearly, and, you know, that they would take a step back and just let the Holy Spirit inspire their way we all are dealing with this. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Uh, And that is what it does for me. I actually kind of mentioned that a little bit and telling you my connection with it. Um, And, and, uh, you know, also, you know, things like, Verses like Romans 8.11, which I recently shared was one of my favorite verses to write about. So I'll talk about kind of why and how it, it connects in my mind to this song. Because it's this, this idea of if the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, you know, lives in you. Um, this idea that, well, actually, again, it's almost like a rhetorical, right? Um, because the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you, it can, and this is... Um, uh, it's a voice translation. It talks about it can mm-hmm. cast the light of life into our mortal bodies. And I love mm-hmm. that idea that that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead can take us out of any situation. So yeah. that casting that light of life means then we now to be, need to now be, you know, like you said, city on a hill. We need to be light of the world, you know, um, shining, shining his light. And we need to be salt uh, and light um, to those who don't know him as Savior, because that's what the world's dealing with right now. That's clearly the darkness. Um, And I love the rhetorical question because they make you 
actually, they're actually apologetics in a way. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. He did. He never did stop doing these things. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. So Dustin, you you brought that up. I'd love to kind of hear your kind of closing yes. thoughts on how you'd like people to apply those rhetorical questions, um, maybe even as a witnessing tool potentially. Yeah. Well, I think you know, I think in a lot of ways, the um, you know, Christianity as a whole is rooted in this idea that God has made us worthy. Uh, and, and because of that, you know, one of my favorite verses in scriptures is, uh, says perfect love eliminates fear. And Jesus, the scripture also says that no greater love has a man than this, that he laid down his life for a friend. And yet Jesus laid down his life for us while we were yet sinners. And so it's even, it's even deeper, you know, his love went deeper than what a man could have. And, and I think that realization, one of the things about uh, being light and salt, as you were talking about, the only way you can do that is to understand that we have nothing to fear anymore. Now, I'll be the first to tell you that I would definitely fear pain because pain is real and it hurts, right? But death is not something that we're supposed to fear. And at some point, there is a level of, with our belief system, there is a level of sacrifice that comes with that. We can't be light, nor can we be salt unless there is a level of sacrifice involved. And that's, to me, that's kind of Christianity as a whole. If you want to be a leader, you have to be a servant. If you want to be great, you have to wash each other's feet. And in order to, for Jesus to be, even be able to humble himself, to die on the cross, you know, he, that was intense humbling for the king of the universe uh, to come and, and give himself for people, and we're supposed to look like that. And the most amazing part of everything I just said is with that sacrifice, with that laying down, comes incredible freedom. And, and that's, I think, the part that sometimes we miss. It's, the, it's that, that we don't have to worry or fear anymore because our hope is in something that's greater than the shaking foundation of our world. And, and so this song is this, this reminder that you're putting your faith in something that is so much greater than the physical that is around us. And, and you, you mentioned the practical aspects of this. When you really believe that, it changes all of our actions. It changes how we do things, how we look at the world, how we feel about the person who cuts us off in traffic, how we deal with the person we can't really handle because we're not our own. We don't have to win. He's already won. And so there is a, there is a calm and there's a peace that comes with recognizing that you are Christ. And I think this song for me is in times when it's really hard, it's really shaking, and there are people losing loved ones. And I'm naturally, I never want to, want to limit what people feel when they go through this stuff. But underneath all of that for believers, underneath the emotion, underneath the pain, there should be a foundation that says this will pass. This is not the end. There is a greater hope. And living that hope out, is, is we don't need to see people as enemies. You know, we, we, our society, we pick our sides and then the other side's the enemy, but that's not how Jesus was. He said, love your enemies. I mean, Mark mentioning Jesus on the cross, this wasn't just the savior of the universe having a moment. This was his lifestyle. And this is how we're called to be, to show love in a world where Facebook is a war zone. Well, how do we keep Facebook from being a war zone? How do we bring the kingdom of heaven even into Facebook or Instagram or whatever the new ones the kids are using nowadays. And, and so, you know, I, I think this song for me is even deeper in the sense of when you understand that God of the universe has not changed, 
and that the, the things that you believe, they're still here. Well, it should impact your actions in every area of life, to be light to a dark world, you know, to, to be salt, to be these things that Scripture says, this is what you're supposed to look like, to love like he did and, and to look like him. And I think in a practical way, it's really about getting faith really deep down and believing what we really say that we believe uh, will change every facet of our actions, if that all makes sense. Totally does. Yeah, I love it. Thank you for, for all of that. And, uh, yeah, that's my format. I mean, we just basically went through it, which is, you know, awesome. kind of the, the origination um, of the song, the personal connection, the biblical connection, and then the now what, right? Because the song is really yeah. a now what song, which I, which I love. I think that's why I, I – I think that's why it keeps popping up in all these different ways I access music. Um, yeah. I, I, one of my uh, new routines, it's a good new routine, is I, I try to walk nine miles a day to be healthier and therefore it gives me lots of music listening time. So yeah. that version of mind, mindfulness is like filling my mind or actually taking my thoughts captive, right, with these kinds mm-hmm. of thoughts versus, as you said, the destructive things we can read online. Um, uh, not that this is the greatest thing for me to do as a, a media person, but I have literally no Facebook and I've canceled my Instagram um, because I've decided, I've decided where I want to be is just I'm, I write for the largest Christian music website online. We get almost a million visitors a month. Um, yeah. When people Google the story of the song, my article will be a first-page Google search. And... Uh, I've since learned I've been cited over 1,400 times in Wikipedia. Like, I'm finding, like, there's all these other ways people can access uh-huh. the truth. And I'd rather, back to what you said, Dustin, about being a reader, uh, you know, read history, I'd like yeah. to just chronicle in this time, um, not through pictures, not through things that fade away, but I want to chronicle with God's word, which will never fade away, uh, online what, what this time is about. And so thank you for giving me that opportunity in this partnership because that's what I feel like this song is doing is kind of chronicling, like, as you said, an unprecedented moment. (laughs) Um, And this is the truth. And this is the truth I want to stand on. So that's kind of my perspective uh, on the song. That's awesome. And thank you. Yeah, no, thank you guys. Well, thank you for this partnership. And I had actually said in setting up this interview, um, do we want to do this one or Rebel? Uh, and yeah. So just, you know, I would like to also talk about Rebel. Um, so down the line, I thought, we we, were, uh, I thought we were doing Rebel, actually. <laughs> so, no yeah, so, um, so Mike, Mike actually said to me yesterday, like, let's just go ahead and go with My God is Still the Same. And then, you know, we can okay. circle back and do Rebel later. So, but okay. yeah, thank you guys. Uh, Thank you guys for this partnership. Um, once I get this up online, I'll send it back your way if you want to reshare it. And then um, down the line, we can talk again. Awesome. Thank awesome. you so much. Thanks so much, Kevin. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Until we talk again, all the best and God bless. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Right. See you, man. Right. Yeah. Right. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.